Eric Penn, the WBA Asia Heavyweight Champion, and you're listening to the All-Pro Jaffos. Let's go. Hello, people. Welcome to another episode of the All Pro Jaffos, a Pernada Bros Productions podcast where we bring you the highly elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fan. I am your overjoyed host, JP. Alongside me, as always, the happy because he's getting joined on the couch, DJ Mad Sticks. What's up, folks? <laughs> and the, shall we say, sickly <laughs> six foot ten beast from the southeast, Mr. Country K. Can meet you off, people. i'm gonna love the hell out of this thing oh this is gonna be great oh ladies and gentlemen um well i'm in a great mood uh i i just gotta first i'll say this was the greatest um divisional round of playoffs that i have in my entire lifetime have ever seen um, with all teams involved the entire weekend from Saturday to Sunday, just the things that you didn't think were going to happen, all of it happened. Anything that could have gone wrong, anything that could have gone right. And there was nothing about this weekend that said normal. This was one of those drunk as fuck weekends that it was just, it was all up for grabs in the NFL. I, I mean, we we just got to start right fucking off into it. Um, the <laughs> let me let me pull it up again. It's just the excitement. The Tennessee Titans took on the Cincinnati Bengals, and me and K, me and Country K were on the show the last episode, and we talked about it. Going, the Bengals were sitting pretty. They. This was one of those situations where it could have been a bad thing to be the number one seed, and or maybe not a bad thing, but it was a bad opponent to play as the number one seed. The Titans obviously needed that bye week, so Derrick Henry can get an extra week of rest and work to be able to actually play. And when he played, uh, King Henry was shut down before he could even get started. The the Bengals defense uh, sold out pretty much on every run play and they were connecting, they were tackling, they were doing everything that they were supposed to be doing. The Bengals defense should be getting a whole lot of credit for being able to do that. Ryan Tannehill, three fucking interceptions 
and I don't give a damn who you are. Three interceptions is not going to win you a ball game, especially in the playoffs. The thing that was crazy about this game, Joe Burrow was sacked nine times during this game. Nine fucking times, and he still found a way to win the game. Joe Burrow at Cincinnati, rejoice, regardless of what happens in this AFC championship game, whether you guys beat the Chiefs or lose to the Chiefs, regardless of what happens, you guys have found your savior in Joe Burrow. You should be rejoicing in the streets of Cincinnati right now. You have a quarterback that you can build around for the next 10 to 15 years. You guys should be overjoyed. What Joe Burrow did against the Tennessee Titans was nothing short of incredible. Not getting sacked nine times and still being able to pull that win off. Uh, it was just, it was extraordinary. It, and a second year, a second year guy who last year tore his ACL. Uh, 19 to 16 was the final score. Right. Let's see. Ryan Tannehill threw threw for one touchdown, but he threw three interceptions, 15 for 24 for 220. Dante Foreman actually ran for more yards than Derrick Henry did. On four attempts, Dante Foreman, on four attempts, 66 66 yards. Derrick Henry, on 20 attempts, 62 yards. One touchdown, but that was like early on in the game. I mean, to me, that's a bad game for him to come back to, though. Like coming off an injury, you're going straight to a championship game. You know, you're not in top form. <clears throat> you need at least a game or two to get ready, like to run the way you used to run it. That's why I was saying I. This was one of those scenarios that, in the Titans' case. So if the Titans didn't have a bye week, do you think Derrick Henry would have been would have been available to play last week in the wild card round, let's say? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, because we've been hearing he's been coming back, but we haven't seen no footage in practice, and we don't know what he looked like, you know, going into this game. Oh, like, what the heck? <laughs> you know, going into Why the game. Why do you have two I'm screens, Kay? I don't know. I got out of the last one because it won't let me connect my uh, video. <clears throat> I got very low energy, like I told y'all. But I can't agree with the Joe Burrow take simply because Ryan Tannehill <laughs> sucked. Ryan Tannehill does suck, Ryan, and he proved that. He showed that he sucked three picks that give any regular quarter. Like, just think about it. Joe Burrow's a very good quarterback, right? He's a very good young quarterback. Any basic quarterback – could just capitalize on two of the three touchdowns. I mean, two of those three picks and the touchdown of field goals, and that's already points. Derrick Henry ain't producing nothing. That's an automatic win. But the problem is Joe Burrow is good. Joe Burrow being Well, McPherson, good. their kicker, McPherson, you know, bailed them out most of the game. I mean, even yeah. though Joe Burrow threw for 348 yards, uh, 28 for 37, he didn't throw any touchdown passes. And yeah. he threw an interception. So, That's perfectly fine because but, he's but what Joe. Just, but, yeah, I'm just saying, like what he did though in certain situations of the game, he kept him in it. And McPherson being just automatic at the kicker position for him 
or for the Bengals, right. that was that was a godsend for them. I mean, I guess. Uh, I, mean, I mean, every team needs helped a good them kicker. Win. Well, every the team de- needs a good I mean, kicker, obviously. But you can't the take time, the defense this, away. I'm not. I'm not saying like that that's... at all. I'm saying is this is all right. Both teams have a really good defense in the AFC. Both teams. Mm-hmm. So that right there is just in it with itself. The other side of that coin is the fact that this is Joe Burrow's first playoff run, his second year in the league, and he tore his ACL last year. Mm-hmm. So this is his first real, like, run. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, uh, whew, excuse me. I, mean, uh, I really do think it was a combination of so it was a com- it was a combination of one the Titans defense was obviously all over Joe Burrow the offensive line for the Bengals was nowhere to be found they were nowhere to be fucking found so to get taken down that many times throughout a game again the 3 4 the the first pick that was early early on in the game so he got that out of the way. I mean, yeah, he didn't score touchdowns, but he was getting sacked so many times, but he was keeping his team within the field goal range and everything like that to be able to to capitalize. I think Mixon even had a touchdown too, so the running game was doing pretty well for them. Yeah, but that's my point. You got to think about it like this. This is what I was trying to get out. Joe, this is Joe Burrow's first run, and he just played against a very good coach in Mike Brable, which probably ended up being the coach of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mike Vrabel's a very good coach, and he basically did the best he can with the tools he had. He didn't really have much. Derrick Henry was pretty much out there, just out there. He was just an image. He was an image. So, I don't know, man. I just feel like – I feel like Joe Burrow, he is doing very well, but to give him this high praise, like, if he beat Pat Mahomes, then yeah. Like, he beat the Titans without Derrick Henry. Like Derek Henry was out there, but he really wasn't out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, twenty. Like, I attempts. can't give him praise. I mean, again, he was out there. His name and his jersey was out there, but Derek Henry, <laughs> what we had earlier this year before the injury, was not out there. Like even a, a glimpse of that wasn't out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, average. He averaged three point one yards per carry. They was trying to bring him back. They was trying to. Uh, that's the only reason he came back. Like he he, he ain't really ain't ready to come back. Probably well, not. Definitely. I mean, Tannehill throwing three picks definitely didn't help the case either. You know, so Bengals aren't going to get that lucky with the with the Chiefs, so they need to be coming prepared or else that's going to get blown out quickly. Um, first road playoff win franchise history. I think for the Bengals, they're – Top priority needs to be offensive line and defense. They have everything else. They have, you know, receiver core. They have a pretty decent tight end. Um, Mixon's a good young running back, you know, finished top five in in rushing this year. You know, so they have a good core of guys there on the offense. So I think defense and offensive line, that's the next step for the for the Bengals. And then if they can get that going, it's just it's going to be nothing but success out there in Cincinnati, something that they haven't seen since the Ken Anderson days back in the day. You know, so, you know, good for the Bengals, good for Joey B, good for everybody there. Next game on Saturday, a game that gave me an aneurysm. Um, 
the entire time. I, I still can't believe we won this game. Uh, special team, the 49ers and the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, 0 for 4 now in the playoffs against the 49ers. Um, Rodgers, it, this was so weird. I've never seen this before in a playoff game. He literally only gave the ball to um, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Those are the only two people who basically touched the ball yesterday or on Saturday on offense. I mean, I'm looking at that going, well, you made it easy for the defense, first of all. Who played well? Fred Warner played well. Eric Armstead getting himself some, getting himself a sack. The defense for the 49ers have been playing top five quality defense, and it's there statistically the last seven weeks so far. The last five weeks of the regular season, and then the last two games that were played. But had it not literally been for the special teams, our offense didn't do shit. Yeah, even Debo got stopped. Mitchell was getting stopped. Jimmy couldn't do a goddamn thing. I got to admit, there were a few throws early on, one that Kittle dropped, and, you know, there were a couple of other drops and stuff like that early on in the game. But Jimmy did not play well. And all this praise that I keep seeing for him, like, and I guess it's not their fault because they're not really 49er fans. So they're not actually seeing what's on the field. They're kind of seeing that, uh, oh, it, a, a dub is a dub is a dub. Like, no, like, this is a guy who's putting us in situations we don't need to be in. We could be blowing teams out. We could actually be doing good, actually having, you know, two, three score leads. But Jimmy likes to keep it interesting by keeping other teams in the game, by throwing an interception, by fumbling the ball, whatever it may be. He always seems to find a way to make it fucking interesting for the other team. And the stats themselves, 11 for 19. (laughs) This, This upsets me because it's like, oh, Jimmy did great. Jimmy did great. Okay. 11 for 19, right? That's his uh, completion to attempt. 131 yards, one interception, no picks, and a quarterback rating of fucking 11. 11. <clears throat> you going to tell me Jimmy did good? No. like, but, but, uh, With a quarterback rating of 11, literally, people literally just have to show up. There is a statistic that says – if you literally every goddamn play throw the ball into the ground, you will have a higher QB. You'll have a 33-something QB rating. He had a lower QB rate rating than he would have done if he would have just thrown it in the dirt the entire game. And you want to tell me Jimmy's good. You want to tell me Jimmy, Jimmy is not the reason why we won this game. The special teams. The fact that the Packers special teams unit is dog shit. That's the reason why they lost that game. That and the defense was holding up, was doing their – holding their part of the bargain. Don't give Jimmy credit. Shit, we can't even give Debo or Kittle or anybody – we can't give any of them really all the credit for winning this game. 
we give Robbie Gould and the special teams unit to get that block punt for the touchdown. All 13 of those points were our special teams unit. Like I said, like I said before, literally Aaron Rodgers got beat by our set, our special teams unit. And is Aaron Rodgers even going to be in a Packers uniform next year? I don't think so. I don't think so. I heard somebody say, oh, what if uh, Aaron Rodgers goes to the 49ers next year since, you know, we're trying to get rid of Jimmy anyway. I'd be like, Aaron Rodgers going to the 49ers would be like Kevin Durant going to the Warriors without the payoff. Yeah, that That's what it would be. He can't, you know, Kay kind of said it best. He is, you know, if you really look at it, or just a regular season quarterback, can't get it done in the playoffs. He had the one, he had the one run where he got the Super Bowl. And then after that, he's done nothing. Great regular season, but has done nothing in the playoffs. And he hates playing against us, which is, I, I love it now. Cause now it's like, oh, for four, it's like, that's the only way he could ever go and win a championship is if he would have joined the team. But, I mean, again, the offense didn't do it. The defense and special teams did. So, good on them. The 49ers are in the fucking NFC Championship game. And here the whole time I thought, eh, you know, we had the hardest road to get to the Super Bowl. If we were going to make it, we had to get through Dallas. We needed to get through Green Bay. We needed to get through Tampa. Oh, wait. We don't got to go through Tampa. Ah, the Rams beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Much to the dismay. (laughs) Much to the dismay of Country K. This is a man who all season long has been saying, Matthew Stafford ain't shit. Remember him in Detroit. He's dog shit. He's nothing. And what does he do? Proves that why in the history books, the man who has the most fourth quarter comebacks in NFL history, Matthew Stafford, went all Tom Brady on Tom Brady. Oh, and second of all, Kay, can you answer me this? Why the fuck do you run cover zero against a man like Cooper Cup? You're supposed to have a six-man rush, and Levante David had no idea he was supposed to blitz. What? what that's what lost you all the game right there. A cover zero, six-man blitz that was late, and your deep, both of your DBs got burnt to a crisp by Cooper Cup. Yeah. Inexcusable. Inexcusable. Communication. Yeah, we had a – You call it whatever you want. Communication, whatever. I lost you all the game. (laughs) Yeah, communication. Nobody was paying attention when the call was made. That's some error. That's some dumb shit that lost us the game. Y'all did make it interesting, though. I guess we were supposed like to that. get blown out. To be realistic, like huh? we were supposed to get blown the fuck out, but we didn't. So they gave me the best I can give. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we we sat there, we lost. I kind of figured we was gonna lose. We won. Tristan, no, Wirtz you didn't. No, you Jesse. didn't. No, no, yes, did. no, no. Yes, I'm not gonna let you get away with this. 
I'm not going to time to get away it. with this. You've been I'm talking you this right entire now. time saying, we're going yeah. to the bowl, we're doing a give, repeat. Yeah. It I wasn't said if we beat the last Rams, episode. It wasn't the last we beat episode the Rams, where you started having some doubts. Because, yeah, because even the, you said the, the last episode, out, you that said, was on Wednesday. No, no, it was on Thursday. And the reports came out about Tristan Wirth and Ryan Jensen. That's what made me they start both, having doubts. They both were out. They That's what made me start having doubts. Like, other than that. A big thing. I was fine. If we would have had a whole line, it would have been a lot better. We lost by three points with our, our whole line. Aaron Donald showed up again, too. For real, did he? I mean, we lost yeah, by three no, points. No, he did. He did. It, only mean, by, three, by three. Uh, by three. By three points was because it was starting to look like Tom Brady was going to pull an ATL again. But, That's I what mean, it looked. Tom Brady the only difference was the right? score. Aaron Donald was still on the field the whole time. Tom Brady was going out there. So why Aaron I'm Donald? Look, ain't I'm going to look shit. at Aaron Donald's. I'm going to look at Aaron Donald's stats. What he did. I mean, go ahead. He, he, look, when Tom Brady started doing his chant, started doing his Tom Brady goat shit. Aaron Donald ain't do shit. He was on the field every snap. Him and Von Miller were both on the field. We lost by three. Because Cooper Cup did what Cooper Cup did. The man broke all the goddamn yards this year. He had one I'm sack. Mad, shit. Cooper did it. He had one, one sack. One, man, come on, one man. sack and one sack and seven tackles. Come on, man. That ain't no that ain't no get that man praise game. At the that's defensive tackle position? Kane. Yeah, that's come a regular, on. that's a regular game, bro. Come on, game, Kane. Come on, bro. This you made it man seem like Aaron had like three play this so bad. Said, give me some give me some sound effects for this, please. Seven seven give me tackles. Something. You said seven tackles. At the defensive TFLs? tackle position. How many TFLs? Bro, we had I two of our three TFLs. He probably had at least. Out. Aaron Donalds was supposed to feast. He was supposed to feast, bro. He only had one sack. You you trying to give him praise off of one sack, bro? Yes. He was disruptive sack, the entire bro. game. How is that, how is that disruptive game. on one sack? You got two, three, not two even just one. It's not even just about the one sack. It's the QB pressures. It's everything. Okay, bro. I, uh, I mean, I feel you. you. He was a he was a hassle. Uh, he was all up in Tom Brady's face the entire game. I was watching that shit, man. I was watching. Aaron Donald was all up in Tom Brady's face the entire time. It, it may not have shown up in, you know, like, t- you know, tackles for loss or tackles, or he may have only gotten one sack, but the QB hurries and everything else like that that don't really kind of show up in the wow stats, he was all over the field, man. Aaron Donald was being the typical Aaron Donald. That's just what it was. And Matthew Stafford said, I, I'm not Atlanta. Y'all want to throw cover zero one-on-one against Cooper Cup, against Cooper Cup, the triple crown wide receiver, the guy who they are literally comparing the top five wide receiver seasons of all time. And you want to cover him one-on-one with a late blitz, a late one at that. That's the worst part about the whole thing. The fact that Levante David didn't know that he was supposed to blitz was just, was wild to me. Wild play call. And, oh, it was just, I don't know. Man. There was a lot of that was going on with the defense late. And that last drive by the Rams just kind of like, what was going on there? 
I didn't understand the play call. I don't know why you would run a cover zero. I didn't get it. Not in that situation. Like that, that's a bonehead play by uh by Bowles right there. You gotta blame Todd Bowles, the coach, for calling that. I mean, for the play call, but then I mean, obviously you gotta you gotta get on Levante David for the late blitz. I mean, if he if he was gonna be that late, he might as well just drop back into coverage. Like it <laughs> there was no, yeah, there was no need for that. They gave it up. Bucks go down. And now on top of all that, as if salt in the wound wasn't enough, they decided to compact that shit with hot molted lava and boom, throw up on the fact that Tom Brady might be done after this year. He is actually legitimately contemplating retirement right now. Tom, this literally could have been Tom Brady's last game. And that that to me is and he even said it on his on his podcast you know he's trying to you know do it for Giselle be there with his family I mean he's been in the league 20 plus years this is all he's basically done his adult his adult life he's well in his 40s you know basically six to seven months if not longer than that out of every single year for 20 plus years, he's been doing nothing but football. You know, so at some point, it's time to step away from the game and be with your family. You know, that, I mean, that's just all bullshit, whether, you know, playing off a site, like, honestly, if it really is Tom Brady's last year, fucking hats off or whatever. What a fucking career. Oh, man. Y'all, y'all boys you know, ready to see, y'all want to see me walk into the sunset. Like that's crazy. I'm just saying, if like, that's Giselle, the decision, Giselle he hasn't cool made with it. Giselle yeah. cool with it. That's you hope Giselle's cool with it. That's the Ain't thing. No you hope, hope because she's if she cool wasn't, he wouldn't be playing. That's straight the fuck up. Like at the she, end of the day, like Tom even a, said that Giselle has told him it, it has gotten to a point now. She cannot stand seeing him get hit anymore. She's at a point right now where she's legitimately frightened that Tom is going to get hurt. You do know she was saying that after he tore his ACL, what that was, 2015, 16, 14, 13, one of the it, years? It was different back then to where it is at 44, going to be 45. And I guess. I guess, bro. Long, I, mean, I feel like long-term injuries, like an ACL or you know a, a bit shoulder labrum, big long-term injuries like that at his age, right? He'd at that low, age, would, not just longer, but that could be a permanent injury for him. For real, what about I'm, an look, ACL? No, I'm, I'm look. Okay, I'm trying to be completely honest with you, I mean, bro. I'm not saying this at all to say like, oh, I hope he doesn't come back so the Bucks can suck again. No, not no, at this all. Is, I'm not, the, saying like, that. not saying that at all. I'm saying I'm it's saying a whole the concerns thing where it's like everybody's saying about Tom's age and he, it's a risk of him getting hurt. Tom know that more than anybody. Like, y'all making a story out of something because he's older and he out. He out. If Tom retire, he's going to retire. But as far as this, that, like, the man is a buccaneer. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is a buccaneer, we lost, but we lost. The, the story but, is that Tom might, like, literally, and people are saying it all over the place. This is the first yeah. time that where it's a legitimate con- like people are actually saying, "Holy fuck, 
you know, Tom might be done. Like he, this Did might Tom be... say that? Yes. Did Tom say I'm done? Yes. Did Tom say I'm not? Nah, he, he didn't say, say I'm, I'm done. done. He didn't That's say I'm done. That's the only done. thing that matters. It's like, the contemplate. Here, yeah, I mean, it's the first time in his career that, that yeah. he's actually shown that he has to sit back and think about it. That's I mean, I the see. whole point of this. That's what's grabbing all of the attention. It's just the sheer thought of, holy shit, this entire time Tom has been talking up, oh, shit, I can play 45. Shit, I can play till 50. You know, I you know, I feel like with, you know, with my treatment and everything else like that, I can play till whenever it is that I choose to all of a sudden. Now, after, you know, this loss, now all of a sudden it comes out he might See, be I actually like that's for real contemplating you, you retired it. No, he recorded that. He recorded that shit before. Well, he before, recorded that shit what, before. Like before at, that, then why he, did it just come out? Why did it? Because if, I'm if trying he, to explain it to you, but you see it right now. You're trying to fast talk me, and you're not letting me finish what I thought. Because Tom also had in that video. He said he recorded two different two different sides. He recorded if they won. He recorded if they lost. So whichever one come happen, this this one right here, I'm gonna put this video out. That's what I'm saying. It's like Tom already planned this out. So based off of that, it's like, yeah, like make a story on my stuff, put it out on my network, on my platform, on my stuff, so I can get my own thoughts out. And then the media gonna run with it how they may. Because so Tom until is he just say, throwing bait out there just to say fuck it. He do that all the time. He's been doing that. I don't get why you act like this the first time. I'm like Tom is until he say I'm done, Tom probably gonna keep playing. That's what I'm saying. And it would have been a whole thing. Like Tom know what a whole farewell tour is. Like he been in the league 22 years. He know what a farewell tour look like. You it think he gonna get be, his farewell tour? He I was about to NFL say it would be really all. odd if he really did just yeah. out of nowhere yeah, just be like I'm done without a like a prop fuck even. Big Ben got a fucking send off in Pittsburgh. Did he? So, I mean, I'm, he did I mean, after after like, Cleveland. I mean, yeah, because the they gave Pittsburgh him his send off. They that. gave the NFL him yeah, exactly. Well, the NFL, no, I'm just saying the last game Pittsburgh, they gave him his. Even that, what I'm saying is Tampa didn't have the opportunity to properly give him the goodbye that he deserves to have. That and the Your fact that they would also, the NFL. You know, they would like have a connected to where he would probably play the Patriots again in like the preseason or some shit like that, or a regular season game, or the last game, or the game where last game of the season, or some Fox, shit like bro. that. Yeah, like yeah, like come on, yeah. it'd be the first game or the last game. Like it, they would, like they would make a custom season for Tom Brady. I mean, the amount of ratings and money that Tom Brady would be missing out on by not doing that. I mean, it ain't that. It's the fact of. I'm just saying. You got to think about that. He's doing all everything he does is strategic. So based off of that, he would do a farewell tour for the simple fact that it would help him launch off his brand Brady. It would help with TV 12 and the method. It would promote shit. I played for 20 fucking some odd years doing this. When I found out about this, I was able to play the 20 some odd years. You able to promote yourself in a different manner, in a different light. So are you able to do certain things? So yeah, it will be strategic. The NFL will get behind that. Everybody will be behind that. Like it will be a whole thing. 
That's what I was saying about, like, I, I highly doubt that he's going to retire. Like, there's just another story. Eric, they've been doing that for years now, talking about Tom Brady retiring. He retired. He retired. Like, because they ain't got nothing else to talk about. If Tom don't win the Super Bowl, he retiring. So, it is what it is. I mean, I would think if Tom – I would think more it would be if Tom won the Super Bowl, then he would retire, you know, going out on top type of thing. You no, know, but... so just think about think about when you're hearing about the Tom Brady retiring the most. You ain't hear shit about Tom Brady retiring after we just won the Super Bowl. Exactly. You ain't hear shit about that it. Is also true. Shit about it. We was coming well, back to play. There's a whole. Everybody there's a whole lot. I mean, you and I, we all talked about it. Going like, if Tom Brady were to win the Super Bowl this year, just I mean, Skip Bayless talked about it too. That was one of the reasons why we were thinking about it. Going, huh? You know, what if? Just the enticing option that there's a possibility of a three-peat. As somebody as competitive as Tom Brady is, would he pass up on that type of, uh, of situation? You know, we don't know. <laughs> I just keep looking at Mad Six background. <laughs> I want to hear Mad Six's point of view on this game. Poor Tom. I've been saying since the beginning of the season. That they wasn't finna repeat. Y'all, y'all knew my take on it. I've been saying from the beginning they wasn't the same thing. <laughs> he can't even hide. He can't even hide his joy. He over there laughing and smiling. Can't even get through his take. He happy as fuck. We lost. Hell he yeah. happy as fuck. We lost. <laughs> yeah, because y'all ain't no better than us. Y'all sitting right on the couch with us. No, nah, we definitely better than y'all. Y'all watch this play. One round better. Sunday. Hey, look. whoa. I, I can at you. least. I can whoa, at least at the whoa, end of this whoa. season, I can at least at the end of this season say my team went farther than fucking both of your teams. So oh my god, kiss my ass. Well, everybody, on that one. everybody in America <laughs> knew y'all was gonna beat Aaron Rodgers. Everybody I mean, in America knew the only people that be saying saying Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, this Aaron Rodgers is these Alex. Because buddy, because buddy be throwing the ball well, but he don't lead his team nowhere. And people keep trying to act like that's not a fact. I don't know he who made the take. I don't know who made the take or said it, but they said that Aaron Rodgers is more concerned with, you know, like outside stuff like the vaccination stuff, the, you know, politics, all that other stuff that he's talking about, rather than he's focused on actually winning a championship. And I thought about that going, that very well may be the case. That could be a thing. He's more worried about, what the critics are saying about him and everything else, worrying about firing back on that and his thoughts on that, then he is about actually focused on winning a championship. That you know that that could be a very you know big. Re- and who is it? Uh, I think it was was it Marcus? No, Marcus Spears. He's he said there was a whole lot of fussing for a whole lot of nothing this year there was a whole lot of you know oh Aaron you know needs the players that they brought back in Randall Cobb because of you know Aaron uh what Aaron Rodgers wanted Randall Cobb saw nothing this game in the divisional game no targets at all you know all of this you know bitching and moaning of oh am I gonna 
where the uniform am I you know dissing the organization and everything else like that beginning of the year and then the middle of the year the anti-vax the lying about the um his vaccination status with the whole immunization shit and just everything that led up to this point it just makes him look even worse because it's like you did all this during the season for the same result that you've got the last, you know, 10 plus years. Yeah, it's just, it's wild. I mean, I'm again, I did not think the way it went down was the way it was going to go down. I'm so happy our special teams took advantage of the fact that they even said it. The Packers special teams is statistically the worst special teams unit in all of football. We took advantage of that. We took advantage of that. That's all that happened. And, um, but again, and then the, the game, the game, against the Chiefs and the Bills. <sighs> to the very end, one of the best games to ever, it, it capped off an already, Crazy ass weekend. Like Gabriel Davis out of nowhere, 201 yards and four touchdowns. Like the first, it was, it says right here, first player in Super Bowl era with 200 plus receiving yards and four touchdowns in a playoff game. Like, and Josh Allen was playing out of his mind. You know, four touchdowns for him. Like, it was just I mean, Patrick Mahomes, too. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. That decision to not squib the ball at the end of the game for the Bills after they got that go-ahead touchdown was odd to me. Okay, how how would you have done that, Kay? If you're a coach, would you not have squibbed that? Or Mad Sticks, whoever. I didn't see the game, so I'm not even uh, sure. Damn, talking. your team lost, so you just completely not invested? <laughs> nah, I was at work. I oh, that's right. also true. I closed all this. Uh, my phone about to die, so I'm muting every time I uh, speak. Well, uh, what was the question? I said, what would you have done after the Bills go-ahead touchdown? Would you have squibbed it, or would you have kicked it out of the back of the end zone the way they did it? And what was so the the reason why they said they lost was because of the overtime thing, right? Nah, well that that's also a topic. I mean, but a lot of people were complaining going about overtime the ultimately, right? They said it, they ultimately the overtime, so I feel like they probably made the right decision. Because if you squib the ball, you saw what happened on the punt return on that punt. Probably can't put it in position to score. So. Well, here's the thing, though. You squib the ball, you take time off the clock. Instead of working with 13 seconds, you're working with nine seconds on the 35. Like, okay. that's a lot nine better seconds. to deal with. But, all right, so let me say it like this. The clock don't matter after zero if the play already starts. Right? Mm-hmm. 
Right. Tyreek Hill is a trash man. 35 yards. Tyreek Hill wasn't on kickoff. Tyreek Hill's not on kickoff. That's what I'm saying to you. All they got to do, all they got to do is basically get the ball, you squib it, they down the ball where it's at. Right? They down the ball. Clock stops. I'll say about three seconds ago at that clock, six seconds, Pat Mahomes got a big arm. So... And then they have one time I left. I don't know, man. I think y'all, I think y'all uh, overestimating the fact of Pat Mahomes. I mean, underestimating the fact of Pat Mahomes got a big arm like that. I mean, you and I both thought the Bills were going to take this game, and at that point, it really did look like they were about to. Like that was a hell of a game up until then. Like I was, or I mean, I, to be honest, the entire game was awesome. You know, it was literally the definition of a quarterback duel. You know, as Pat Mahomes versus Josh Allen. That's that's what it was. Um just watching the whole game from start to finish was just a roller coaster ride all the way through again. It capped off an already insane weekend. Um was says uh, Josh Allen three twenty nine and four touchdowns. Pat Mahomes had uh, 378 and three touchdowns. So, like, goodness gracious, it was just back and forth, man. And Tyreek Hill, I'm looking at the replay right here. This dude literally gave the peace sign with the guy ahead of him. He said, deuces, I'm out. And the guy was in front of him when he was running by him. I was like, goodness gracious. The cockiness in this little son bitch. It's pretty insane, man. Where's that Florida speed? Okay. Is Tyreek Hill from Florida? He is, right? No, I think Tyreek from like Georgia, like Tennessee or some shit. The fastest man in the NFL is not from Florida? No, fast person in the NFL, Derek Henry, first of all, but he is from Florida. So, uh, Pearson, Georgia. You think? Yeah, he's from Georgia. Derek you think Derrick Henry is faster than Tyreek Hill? So there's more of a difference. There's a no. I know Derrick Henry faster than Tyreek Hill. <laughs> we might have to put that put that up. Yeah, a is Derrick Henry faster than Tyreek Hill? If not him, if not him, then the the next person is the person from Ohio that people keep sleeping on, Scotty Miller. He's from Ohio. Or no, he's in Chicago or some shit like that. Scotty Miller. I don't think really there's anybody faster than Tyreek Hill in the league. No, Scotty Miller really is real like deal. Him. Like real deal at the combine clock that full three. Like, no, I, I I get that. Yeah, but you know, and he already he already gonna challenge him to a race, which they need to do that. Like in game speed, like, like I I don't think there's anybody faster. Be honest with you, yeah, Matt Six. When you were when you were watching, oh, 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 hold on. I guess Matt, while Matt Six steps away, we could take this time real quick. <laughs> Episode brought to you by Rays. 
You guys already know the best energy drink on the planet. Go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Use the promo code ALPHARAYS to get 15% off of your order. Once again, the 2021 Clash of Cans champions. Uh, Again, best energy drinks on the market. New flavors out. Blue Shock, they're already talking about the possibility of some of the old limited-time flavors uh, becoming permanent. So be on the lookout for that, like Juice Box and uh, the Blue Shock and everything else. We'll see how that goes. But uh, you guys already know, repsports.com, repsports.com, promo code AlphaRays, 15% off your order. Demand more. Join the Rays Rebellion. Appreciate you, Rays, for being with us since day one. I have to know what Madstix's reactions at least to the news of what was going on. We understand he was working, but the news of what was going on. I mean, we've already seen it right now. Matchstick has had a big ass smile on his face since the show started. But <laughs> the Tom Brady background. So. <sighs> oh, we can. What was what was your reaction to everything, Mad Sticks? Your reaction to hearing about the box losing and all that stuff? I was kind of keeping up with the score at work. I thought it was down like one point what twenty degree or something like that. I was like, you know, they just kept it on the count. Like I said, I've been saying all year that it was, you know, not going to repeat. So. First thing that popped into my head, if they would have came back and won the game, we would have never fucking heard the end of it from Kay. We would have never heard the end of it. It would have been a 45-minute rant on why they're the best team in the NFL. (laughs) But it's not the case. Thank God. (laughs) thank god so now we have the san francisco 49ers the los angeles rams in the nfc championship game and then we got the chiefs and the bengals in the afc championship game I would love to be that typical 49er fan that goes, oh, yeah, we've beaten them six times in a row. Yeah, we, we own them. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. We're going to beat them. Well, fair. We beat them six times in a row. Fair. We beat them twice this year. But uh, one thing that didn't happen then that's actually happening right now in the playoffs is the Rams' defense is playing better than they played against us. And their offense is clicking at the right time. So the only thing that makes me pretty optimistic about it is the fact that we live rent-free in the Rams' head. I know that because before the game even started between the Rams and the Bucks, 
they were already trying to prevent any sales from going out for of tickets for the NFC championship game because they already knew the 49ers were in. They were trying to prevent any sales from going outside of the LA area cup. They were trying to keep it within LA like people. And I'm thinking about it going, they act like 49er fans don't exist in LA. There were 49er and Raider fans there way before the Rams ever showed up to LA. So the fact that it's going to be another 49er home game at SoFi Stadium, you know, gives me a better, you know, I'm kind of like, all right, this makes me feel a little bit better. They're already a little scared. They don't really want to play us. Now, that can go completely out the window come Sunday. This could all come crumbling down very fast and very quickly. <laughs> as quick as it went up, it can come right back down. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm, I got to pick my squad. But uh, I had a heart attack wild card weekend. I had an aneurysm in the divisional round. Uh, I'm probably just going to drop dead on Sunday. Uh, so that's just how I see the pattern going at this point in time. Uh, but Matchsticks, uh, for the NFC Championship game, who you got? I think I already know but who you got. <laughs> the what? It is sure the hell ain't the Niners. Why wouldn't you want to go for the team that beat you? Wouldn't you want to be like, hey, at least we lost to the Super Bowl champs? You know, that kind of thing. Wouldn't No? Keep lucky. That's all it is. They keep getting lucky. Fuck that. Nobody rooting for the Niners. Like I said, I'll say it on here too. I posted it on Facebook. I'm like, somebody in the Niner organization must be sucking Jesus thing thing because uh, he keep giving y'all some blessings. <laughs> Somebody got a connection. Somebody hooked my man up. I don't know what happened. I think Kyle Shanahan finally stole his soul to the devil. <laughs> if Kyle, if the forty, if the 49ers ended up winning the Super Bowl, it would literally become oh the situation where K had been calling him B Rabbit the entire time, and then at that point he went full Eminem and. Like Papa Doc, Country K just have to walk away with nothing to say. Like, <laughs> that's what would be fucking hilarious in this entire story. So here's oh, the wow. problem with that whole scenario you just said right there. Unless you get some little jolly talk at the same time. <laughs> at the same time, I mean, if you want my pick, my pick is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. For the NFC and AFC, Joe Burrow. That's my pick. That's my pick. I was going to let it NFC be and the AFC? You're, you're going? Yeah. Super Bowl champion, huh? Joe Burrow and the Bengals. All they got to do is beat Kansas City. They beat Kansas City that year now. And the way Jamar Chase and all them boys playing over there, they ain't got enough DBs in Kansas City. All the way they lose, they let Pat Mahomes then break their spirit on offense. So or as far as y'all the Bengals offensive brand, line once again doesn't show up. Say what? I said if the Bengals offensive line doesn't show up again, it's over. Well, the Bengals offensive line is second, so is the Chiefs offensive line. So that's that's cancel cancel session. 
It's more about I mean, what you're going to do. They offensive line been sorry the whole year. Like, this, these are not moments where it's like, this just happened. It's like, that shit been there. Like, the Packers special teams been there. They've been sorry. The Packers still was able to become number one in the NFC. Doggone Chiefs and Bengals offensive line both suck. They in the playoffs going to the AFC championship. Well, I think it's going to go all the way, huh? Mm -hmm. I would love for it to be a 49ers and Bengals um, Super Bowl. Probably the Niners ain't going to the Super Bowl. They ain't going to get that lucky. They're not going to be. I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't mind it, but just something because there's still like fucking Rams and everything they stand for them. Because the storyline would obviously be if it was the Bengals and the 49ers, you'd be like, oh, the Bengals would be trying to avenge their two 80s losses against the 49ers, against Joe Montana and Jerry Rice back in the day, all that type of shit. They're trying to avenge those. But with my luck and my current status as a 49er fan, I mean, they're probably going to get there and I'm just going to be upset and pissed off because. Yeah, we can get there, but we didn't win. Yeah, that could just, that could be what's happening. I mean, but, first off, y'all gonna have to make it a story about the double eighty losses against the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals eighty losses against y'all because nobody care about that anymore. Like nobody care about that, bro. Personally, I'm telling you, nobody talking about that anymore. It's something that would be talked about. I promise you. If that was the case, that's exactly going to be their number one story. Yeah, they're going to refer back to talk about. That's just the realization of it. They ain't got nothing else to talk about. They said they got a makeup story. Nobody care about the '80s doggone team. The Niners team, not even built like the '80s team. All y'all hate Jimmy G. Like, that's just the realization of all y'all hate. Hate is a strong G. word. No, nah, y'all hate Jimmy G. Y'all only, you been riding with him now. Wanting him to leave. Two weeks ago, you was like, man, he's still going to fuck him. I have been one of the first people to say that Jimmy G, my keys to victory every week is keep the ball out of Jimmy G's hands. Like, what, like, that's a, and that's exactly what it's been. If you keep the ball out of his hands, if you run effectively and do all of that stuff, you win the ball game. But if Jimmy has to throw more than 20 times, we're screwed. We're screwed. That's just what it is. That that's what's there. They had the statistic out. Oh yeah, he's five and one or some shit like that. Five and one or six and one. When he throws for no touchdowns, what does that mean? He wins because his players around him, his running back, or in this case, his wide receiver, Devo Samuel, is doing everything for him. He doesn't have to do anything. So how do you give credit to a quarterback who doesn't do shit? He's like that kid, that th- the the kid in high school that they always refer to that just shows up and he gets the shows up to the group meetings and stuff, still gets an A, but everyone else put the work in. He just kind of showed up. That's that kid. That's I Jimmy mean, G. Yeah, but here's the problem. 
it's all based off of matchups. And your matchup this time, the quarterback you played against was shook. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all are as far as y'all are, just simply because Aaron Rodgers is shook in the playoffs. He has not beat y'all in the playoffs ever because he's still bothered based on that draft. Clear. If we win, if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, are you both still going to sit here and say it was all luck? Yes. Yep. Because you got Aaron Rodgers in the second half, and then you got the Rams who you beat twice this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, you pretty much got, you pretty much got luck. I don't understand how that's luck when it's consistent. Who was your real challenge this playoff run? I mean, if you really look at it on paper, everybody that we've gone through. I'm not talking about on paper. I'm talking about on the game, like in the game, looking at the game, playing the game. Who did we have to go? We had to go through the Dallas Cowboys. We had to go through the Green Bay Packers. I'm to you. I'm asking you who has been a real challenge. The Dallas Cowboys imploded from the inside out. The Rams almost beat us. We came back and beat them in week 18. That's not the playoffs. So you're talking about in the play? Okay, so doesn't matter who I bring up or whatever. Your point is, we've played nobody in the playoffs for it to matter. So he's basically shitting on Matt Sticks. That's no, you ball. played broken teams. You played broken teams. Even if you played us, you would have played another broken team. You haven't played anybody like that full street team yet to actually challenge on. The unwillingness. You know so that's to why give I say credit like, you is end absolutely up, you end up unbelievable. If you end up playing Joe Burrow with that high power offense, that's a challenge. You get what I'm saying? Because the Dallas Cowboys offense didn't play like the Dallas Cowboys offense. Oh, because like, the one the day they didn't play like them? Oh, they're broke. That's making an excuse for no, them. No, that's not making an excuse. Um, it's not. See, you look at it. For the Cowboys, it is. Of the w. It's that's making an excuse. Oh, if the Cowboys would have had this person. They, they, I'm not saying that was the, the logic. If the Cowboys would have had Cooper Rush, they probably would have won the game. Man, I didn't hindsight, say that. that didn't happen not, that way. I don't know where are you going? Where are you going with your points now? Because I don't get where, where you're going. Because I didn't say any of that. I'm just I didn't say I'm just saying. anything. I said the Dallas Cowboys made a broken team from the inside out. And they were broken internally. So they had no chance of beating nobody any further than probably where they was going to go or the next day because they were broken internally. That's what I'm saying. The Green Bay Packers, they were broken. What team internally. in the playoffs isn't? This not a, a lot of teams. The Bills, the Chiefs, uh, clearly the Bengals. Like you know, what I'm saying possibly so basically the Rams, only the, all the, the NFC maybe. teams were dysfunctional. Which the Rams? Um, I say y'all for the most part. Y'all fans, the most dysfunctional part of the Forty Niners. Oh, that's where the root of Jimmy all G the hate League, comes the from. It has nothing to do with the team. It has everything to do with the fans. That's what's hey. hilarious to me. No, because I'm saying nobody in the organization <laughs> has said nobody in the organization has said anything about removing Jimmy G or moving off from Jimmy G. There's been no reports about that. But the fans have been calling for Jimmy G to their actions have said it. What do you mean? No. You also their actions of giving away a the house for a number three overall pick that's a pro- no, what do you think you, that you, meant? That, that meant we were going to be getting rid of Jimmy G soon. Or, or 
you got a project quarterback that you can have behind Jimmy G if Jimmy G get hurt all the time. You got somebody that you can actually continue to play in offense with and continue to try to be competitive in games when Jimmy G out because he's guaranteed getting hurt. He's been hurt every year in his career. Did he get hurt at all this year? Yes. Trey Lance played this year, bro. All right, I have the thumb in the shoulder. Yeah, you you tripping, bro. I'm telling you, you really you really on your Niner high horse right now, Josh. I'm telling you. Hey, I'm on the Niner high horse, not the Jimmy high horse. That's different. That's what I'm saying. Anything Niner related, you try to downgrade with the actual realization of the situation. Is. I mean, is Debo Samuel not an absolute weapon? Debo Samuel, okay, look. The Packers defense, are they actually as good as people sitting here trying to make it seem like? One or two players. Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel not going to beat teams that's able to cover more than one receiver. Like the Rams, they can just put Jalen Ramsey on you and let the defense play everything else. They can play one man and zone everything Go watch else. the tape on week 18 and come back to me I'm on saying, that statement. I'm saying, I said they could. Debo Samuel torched Jalen Ramsey on week 18. The tape will prove yeah, it. It's two different motivations in that game. You do realize that. Motivation, you can call it what you want. It was what it was. Jalen no, Ramsey didn't stand It's two different motivations in that game, bro. It was two different plays, the motivation in that game. Them beating Tape y'all, they needed us to lose, too. The Rams needed us to lose for them to be able to move. The Rams needed – the Rams, if they would have beat us, they wouldn't have had to deal with us in this situation. And yeah, they, they couldn't get it done. They were ahead. Lose. They were ahead, and they couldn't get it done. Why? Because Jalen Ramsey couldn't handle Debo Samuel. That was the pure fact of the entire game. Go watch the tape. So um, watch no, the tape. No, I don't need to watch it's the tape. You're still not. You're still not hearing me. You you keep talking. About, look at the tape. Look at the I'm tape. trying I'm to like, actually. Okay, be were y'all playing for y'all playoff folks? Right were the Rams playing for their playoff folks with y'all, or were y'all the only one playing for your playoff folks in that game in Week 18? No, the Rams do. I'm saying we the have the same motivation they do. So why is their motivation any better than ours? Because we've y'all proven our motivation is better. Y'all lose that game, y'all go to, if y'all lose that game, y'all go to the seventh seed. Y'all would have flipped with the Eagles. Y'all would have had to play us. We, we would have been completely out of it if, if we would have lost. Because we would have tied with the Saints and they had the tiebreaker. If we would have lost, the Saints would have been in. We would have been done. I thought you said no matter if you won or lost because y'all was the no. sixth seed, y'all was going to nope. make the playoffs. Nope. All right, cool. So the, the argument's based off the thought I thought you said. So either way, like I said, like I said, it, it didn't really matter. So y'all was playing for y'all playoff hopes, and the Rams wasn't. That's my point. <laughs> That's my point the whole time. Mm. Like, Debo Samuel going to play hard because y'all trying to make the playoffs. Jalen Ramsey gonna play whatever because y'all y'all what, no, just what, Debo Samuel's not gonna Debo Samuel's not gonna play hard now that he's got the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's gonna play hard as fuck, but at the same time, so is the Rams defense. The Rams defense <laughs> so is everybody. You make the case for that's, everybody's that's gonna have that point. same motivation. So who has more weapons on your offense or the Rams defense? When y'all played them. Vaughn never looked fully acclimated. Odell, when we, when we, the last game we played, know, the last game we played, them, play the you're right. Vaughn Miller was not, well. Vaughn Miller was not playing. We shut down Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey couldn't keep up with Devo Samuel. That's what happened the last time we played. Y'all not finished. Jimmy didn't, 
gonna have a field day with y'all. Who? I'm telling you, bro. Vaughn? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna that's be a my point. If because because ball, Trent Williams can't cover the right side. <laughs> he's our left. He's our left tackle. He can't cover Von Miller on the other side of the field. Our right tackle is going to get some work on Sunday. He's going to have a fucking so, handful because not only is he going to have Von Miller, he's going to be having Aaron Donald rotating in and out from the defensive end and defensive tackle positions. That right side of the offensive line is going to get the most work they've seen all year. This this time. That's what I'm saying. Y'all boys going to get it. Y'all finna get worked they, out. It's all they good, know, they know right Trent Williams. They know Trent Williams is the best left tackle in the game right now. I ain't tripping. They're trying right. to get their best players on the opposite side of where your best offensive lineman is. Simple game plan. We're awesome. We're we talking about it real quick. If if they do, they do. It's again. I didn't think we were gonna make it this far. I'm gonna be one first to admit. I didn't think we were gonna make it this far. Matter of fact, I thought we were gonna lose to the Cowboys in, in the first week. I really did. But just circumstances after circumstances, they just keep coming up. Looking at ourselves in the NFC Championship again again. Second time in three years. Who knew? Not me. I didn't think it was gonna happen. You remember a long time ago, I said whoever thought the 49ers were going to make the playoffs were mentally ill. I said that. <laughs> I yeah, said that shit. I didn't think we were going to be here. A but lot of at this point, worked in your favor, for sure. A lot of shit did absolutely work into our favor. I'm just saying at this point, the way I see it, as objective as I've been about my own team this entire year, and I've proven that, I can at least say with what I'm seeing and what the Rams have been, it's going to be a tough one. But I already know what the, again, we know what the the keys to victory, we know what the game plan, we know what all of that is. That is simply be effective at running the football. Hopefully the defense could be just as stout as they've been the last six, seven weeks. Okay, again, statistically, they've been the top five defense the last six weeks. They have been on fire. So if they keep that, we have four out of our five starting DBs back. We got Tart back. We got Jimmy Wards there. We got Samuel. We got Williams there. The only one we don't have is Verrett. So we're basically subbing in Josh Norman and all of our other, you know, cornerbacks that we have there. So we have four out of our five. We have all of our linebackers. We have all of our def- our defensive linemen. We are fairly healthy on defense. So that means, okay, our defense is going to be stout. Special teams just keep playing I'm hard. I'm just saying what I'm seeing right now, Yo, the 49ers caught heat I do at, at a good line. time. What happened? I, wasn't. I thought I was muted, my bad. <laughs> I was like, we're catching heat at the right time. And sometimes that's all you need to to get to the big one. Catch heat at the right time. You ain't getting to the big one. Y'all finna get extinguished. (laughs) Oh, you guys hope so, so bad. You guys want me to join you on that Super Bowl watch party couch. 
You will. No, not at all. It's more the fact that even if you win this game, you're not gonna win the next. Like that's really the problem. Because I knew I knew when you beat the Cowboys, you were gonna beat the Packers. I, I think knew you were gonna be in this position. I, I actually I actually think matchup wise, we like we would have a harder time against the Bengals than we would the Chiefs. Because we've already seen the Chiefs. We already know what they're all about. We already know what works and everything like that against them. You know, that's one thing. Now, can we can we win the game? You know, that, that we don't know. I mean, because, shit, the Bills, you know, Josh Allen played one of the best games that he's ever played. And they still lost. Yeah, because, you know, so they've been playing different. They've been playing different. They've been playing. They've been playing the type of ball that they expect the Chiefs to play. It's not a one-dimensional offense. They've been switching shit up a little bit. Well, that's 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 what they've been. You know, that's what's been making them successful. McKinnon's been getting in the rotation. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Williams. That's a good three-headed monster that they got back there. Quick power and balance. That's what they have. Yeah. So. They have a good, you know, backfield that's doing well for them right now, and Patrick Mahomes is just doing what they're paying them all that money for. You know, so that's what quarterbacks look like when they they play up to their contracts. I mean, I technically, I guess that. it would be a better matchup against the Bengals because, nah, no, nah, y'all losing the Bengals. No, because because if they were able to st- if they were able to stop Derrick Henry the way that they did. I think that they would do good against our run defense or our run offense. And I don't know if our DBs will be able to keep up with all three, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. I <laughs> like <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. One good receiver. Like if it was just Jamar Chase, we, cool. But Higgins and Boyd, fuck. Like we got to deal with three of those dudes and um, Uzama, the tight end. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's a tough offense, bro. That's a tough offense to beat. The 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 Chiefs have have a, a fight on their hands. Like honestly, if if <laughs> it literally is going to come down to whether or not the Bengals are going to. Their offensive line shows up at all. That's really what it's going to come down to. Like, if they can limit Joe Burrow getting sacked maybe like three times, four times, they might have a better chance of winning the game. But if we're Bengals Chiefs, what is it about this matchup that makes it so difficult to pick? You're going you're going Bengals? Well, obviously you think Bengals win the Super Bowl. Joey B the Tiger King. And that's all everything. Just simply because his offensive weapon. And the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense is okay. They defense line is solid. Chris uh, Chris Jones is good. And the other brother got over there, but they ain't got enough. Even though the Bengals offensive line is not that good, it's easier to key on two dudes versus four. 
Like they just played the Titans offense and defensive line. Like they just played that defense line. The Titans, they got hitters over there with the Titans defensive line. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Joe got sacked nine times, but he still ain't able to put up a lot of points. You know what I'm saying? He still was able to do what he needed to do. And Joe Mixon was out there. He was he ran a few people over. I do think the Titans defensive line is better than the Chiefs defensive line. So that that just helped my case in point, what I'm saying to you. Yeah. So I'm Thank trying you. to get you to understand, like, it's different elements of looking at the back. You know what I'm saying? Versus, like, yeah, like, yeah, they often run suck, but they just played a mean design better than the one they bought to play. It's like they're not going to play Pat Mahomes on defense. The only thing they got to worry about is not getting caught up in the mystique of him, Tiger Kill, and Travis Kelsey, and all of the offense. If you get caught up in that, they're not going to beat the hell out of the Chiefs because people's beating the Chiefs' ass all this year. Them boys luckily got in and slid back to the dog on top. You know what I'm saying? Because the Derrick Henry being out, this, this year will be completely different than Derrick Henry even if we're not injured. But we are what we are. So looking at that, it's like, they defense ain't lose too many hitters. They ain't lose too many defensive linemen. So mm-hmm. they still was able to do that. Coach Brayden was still able to put up a package to where they it went down to a field goal with all the weapons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't I don't I don't see a good future for the Chiefs. The Chiefs, I think they played their Super Bowl last week. Or this divisional this was the Super Bowl against the Bills. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look how the game went now. I mean, yeah. So over overtime wise, do you think they should make a change or leave it the way it is? I don't. I don't understand the problem. What's the real problem? So the problem the is didn't have a chance to you know answer basically. So your defense got on the field and didn't do their job, and you mad. That's what the that's what the argument is. Like, you know, if your defense actually shows up and does it, then you actually have Bill's an opportunity. Mafia, Bill's mafia sound like Aaron Rodgers right now. They need to calm down. They need to calm I don't down think it's just Bill's like mafia. There was a lot of people there saying, like, oh, we still basically what they wanted to see was yeah, Patrick Mahomes up. and Josh Allen just go back and forth yeah. with touchdowns yeah. to make it like one of the most highest scoring games. People I do all time type of thing. Uh, they trying to switch the rules instead of entertainment. What do you say, Matt Six? I do think they need to change that rule, though. Like the overtime rule. But, like they should have got what? at least. Well, I mean, you got to. Well, you either you score or you don't. So, it was like I said, if one team scores, and the other team should get the ball. And they get a chance to score. Like you are so you college rule, basically. I mean, you got to get a touchdown though. If you don't get a touchdown, then you lose. I mean, you need a touchdown to win. So, so it'd be like college rules, like you basically take over at what, like the thirty-five or the forty, no, on your way in, and then same amount of field, kick off, kick off everything. Yeah, just double overtime. Yeah, or you know, the other person just gets a chance at least to touch the ball. It sucks that it ended that way. Like y'all scored. The I game mean, just- so like the way it is is. If the the team who gets the ball first, if they score a touchdown, it's over. But if it's a field goal or no touchdown, obviously the game keeps going. Yeah. And then at that point, if 
if they're if a field goal hasn't been made and it's still like zero zero and they punt it off, then literally it's sudden death at, at that point. Mm-hmm. Whoever scores next wins, field goal or touchdown, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So basically, yeah, giving so, everybody another another possession. Another possession. Yeah. I think but at least. I, I mean, I personally don't agree with it. Just because it's like it's rewarding teams with bad defenses, bro. It's like you ain't got if your defense was suck and they didn't do their job, they didn't stop this offensive scoring. That's what they're supposed to do in regulation too. No, I agree. I agree. I really the way it is right now, I think is you know you because Acho and everybody like they're all making the kid. Oh, when it happens to your favorite team, you're gonna ask for it because it happened to the Chiefs in the championship game against the <laughs> Patriots a little while back. <laughs> when Brady was still there and all this other like when it happens to your team, you're gonna ask for the overtime rules, so they might as well change. I was like, at this so basically everyone's asking for college style rules. You get a you get a chance to basically rebut. But I think I like it the way it is, because like you said, you know, at that point, you don't reward bad defense. Like if you're really gonna step up, you need to step up and at least either hold them to three points or no points. You know, that's on your defense. If you give up a touchdown, it's over. <laughs> that's on your defense. I, I mean, I agree with you, Kay, honestly. I, I mean, I don't know how they can because it already is um, changed from what it was before. Because at what it was before was first team who scored wins, whether it was a field goal or a touchdown. The first team who scored one in overtime. So they changed it to where the rule is now. So now people are asking. I think it's actually better now. You know, because getting a cheap field goal to win the game in overtime, that's kind of like, all right. Like really, anybody could fucking do that. Like that, that's easy. Yeah, so you they made it. Score, more. Your defense got to step up. Your defense got to step up. But that's what I'm saying. I like the way it is now. For like, if they, it's a touchdown, it's over. Like that's really what. If it's less than a touchdown, fine. But if it's a touchdown, then it's done. I mean, to give another chance, the only thing that would do is you just. Yeah, it's giving the other team a chance to score and the possibilities of, you know, big shootouts and triple fucking quadruple overtime type style. Nah, you know, man, stuff, it just goes back and forth. Next round, what is we said death? Yeah, for that, you don't just keep getting the shootouts. So, so basically, if they keep scoring touchdowns, the game keeps going mm-hmm. until one team can't score a touchdown anymore. With, with the time frames within the time frame obviously well nah basically you got the i mean yeah within that time frame i guess yeah. because because if you look at it th- look at it this way if it goes by the rules of if the team scores the other team should have a chance to get it back you're basically run you know dealing with the clock now if that runs all the way you know down to zero team scores a touchdown well the other one didn't well they we ran out of time. That's basically kind of the same thing of, you know, they scored a touchdown, you didn't. You know, so it's kind of, I mean, I don't know. I think, I don't know. That That's one of those, the way it is now is, it seems fine because we don't, we don't get into that situation very often. 
you know, yeah, getting man. into over overtime situations and stuff like that, that doesn't doesn't happen very often. Yeah, I think even Mahomes came out today was saying he said James Bruce. You know, think you should be that rule. Josh Allen was one of the first ones going to. If we would have had a possession, yeah, well, you should have told your defense step the fuck up. Yeah, like, no <laughs> like, like somebody should have told your defensive coordinator it was okay to wake up. You know, somebody should have been in your ear at that point. But I mean, again, it was just a wild weekend. Yeah, uh, NFC, AFC championships are coming up. The guys are obviously. So who you got? You got Chiefs or the Bengals? We know he's. We know Kay's picking the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Bengals. I want to see the Bengals win the whole thing. So you both are. So basically, you both are hoping for a Rams Bengals Super Bowl with the Bengals winning. Yep. Well, I don't care who they play. I just see the Bengals winning the whole thing. I just want to okay. see the I don't want y'all to have that satisfaction. I'm tired of hearing y'all fans. Y'all just need to show. I apologize for them. I, I, for, I apologize for the dumb ones. I apologize. If they're not going to apologize, and God knows they won't, I apologize for them. That's I know it's, you know, fuck them all. I get it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I can't wait till they lose. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. But what if they win? Dang. What if they do? Hey, then I got to listen to it for one more week. Y'all not winning this. <laughs> one week after the Super Bowl, then shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about it until the next the Super Bowl again. You go ahead and make it to the Super Bowl so y'all gonna lose in there again. Well, yep, can't get the job but done. What if we don't? What if we win? You ain't winning a Super Bowl. What not if we do? On those touchdowns, you ain't winning no Super Bowl. Not against like a Bengals or a Chiefs. Well, I'm just saying we got to run the ball. That's always been the key to success. If we can run the ball effectively, we do it. But that's what I'm saying. What if we do? You got a high power offense in the Bengals. They're going to put up like five, six touchdowns on y'all. They only put up 19 against the Tennessee Titans. We got a better defense than they do. Warm-up game. I'm just saying if the Tennessee Titans were getting after Joe Burrow, we going to feast on Joe Burrow. Eric Armstead and and Nick Bosa. I almost pulled the commentator and called him Joey. Oh, nah. But Nick and Eric, Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead are going to feast on Joe Burrow's ass the entire day. That lady's going to sing. He's going to rain on y'all parade. Right. He's going <laughs> to rain. On, there can only be one Joe Cool, and he's oh. fucking Joe Montana. His name is not Joe. You think of a different fucking nickname, but that ain't Joe Cool. There's only one Joe Cool, and you ain't it, bud. You ain't doing that against our team. Sorry. If it's against the Chiefs, I'm gonna be like, God damn it! There's a there's a Montana curse there because we gave up Montana to the Chiefs for fucking young. I keep this so there's kid. a little bit of a curse there. If we play the Chiefs, it may be a long ass day. So if the 49ers make it to the Super Bowl, y'all might want the Chiefs to win. Because if you want the Bengals to beat the 49ers, 
It ain't gonna happen. Okay. No. I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. Not at all. Because <laughs> again, we have a better we have a better defense in Tennessee. And if they were feasting on Joe Burrow for nine, we can get fifteen. <laughs> and blame for having they had one bad day and they still won. So I mean one bad day. They've had a whole Joe Burrow's been sacked more times than any other quarterback in the league this year. They've been bad at protecting Joey B. He's still winning. He's still winning because he does that. Mm -hmm. He's one of those. Dude, the AFC is so stacked with young guys. Each one of them receivers to put up like a hunter or something on y'all. Chase with 130. Higgins with 110, Boyd with 95, Uzama with like a cool 85, Joey Burrow with like 600 yards. <laughs> it's just we're gonna air it out on y'all. Let it fly. fly. These ain't gonna be able to handle all three of them. No, but we're going to get picks because our defensive line is going to be all over them. Defense intercepted Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers did not play a good game. Aaron Rodgers never played good in the playoffs. That's also correct. Against us especially. (laughs) He said way back then, I'm going to make him pay for not drafting me. (laughs) Okay, bud. (laughs) <laughs> just that is absolutely ridiculous <sighs> well ladies and gentlemen I am working on something okay right now I'm in the process can't just no right now in the process of trying to make something happen um, for championship weekend. Uh, Hopefully by the next time we see you guys on Wednesday, uh, I'll be able to give you some more information on what's going to happen. But until then on Wednesday, we do have a double header conversation for the all pro Joffos for one twelve that week. We got coach Lonnie Walker from uh, Mountain House High School, Grambling State alumni. And we got Ezra Palmer. He was on the Bay Area squad for the Bay Area Cali Classic. He was there lighting it up on the defensive line for the Bay Area team. So he's going to be joining us after Coach Lonnie Walker. So be able to uh, show support for the young guys. Um, they've been busting their ass trying to get to the next level and everything like that. And uh, for us to be able to be a platform for them to kind of get themselves at least a little bit more, um, you know, of a shine to another coach or whatever to get to know a kid's personality and then being able to talk to these coaches and learning their backgrounds on how they got to where they are and um, what their plans are moving forward. It's always been really cool to actually hear all of these stories and have these conversations um, so be able to support if you listen anywhere, you know, be able to support your local high school, college, whatever it is. These kids bust their ass. Go show support for those kids. 
they've they've uh, more than earned it uh so yeah ladies and gentlemen we will see you guys on wednesday uh hell of a divisional round uh weekend wednesday we'll talk a little bit more about championship uh sunday as well as the conversations with lonnie walker and ezra palmer once again we'll see you guys for myself jp for dj mad sticks and <laughs> for the little bit upset that his bucks are now done so he gets to sit on the couch next to the cowboys and dj mad sticks Mr. country k all pro jaffos we'll see you guys on wednesday for 112 douches Ooh.